0: Hello and welcome to Alien Minute, the daily podcast where we carefully dissect the movie Alien one minute at a
1: time. I'm John Engel. And I'm Mitch Bryan and today we're looking at Minute 78, which begins with Ripley saying, Way! And ends with <laughs> Ripley saying, I find that hard to believe.
0: And we're joined again by Tyler Smith and David Bax from the Battleship Pretension Podcast. Thanks for coming back, guys.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right, so Ripley's taking charge. She's she's fully in charge now, wouldn't you say?
2: Yes. yes. <laughs> so she, Thank so, you. So, good night so everybody. She, that's that's like, the show. That's we'll all, see all you
0: tomorrow. we talk about today. No, go ahead. Sorry.
2: I said or or or, or so so she thinks. Yeah. Uh good point. Y- you know, yeah, there's more than the eye going on.
1: So she gives a gentle command, uh asks Parker about the um flamethrowers and he says he'll go refill it and she says take care of that and she asks him. Yeah. And uh she says for Ash to go along with him, hoping to get rid of Ash, I think. Yeah. I think so, too. And um, Parker declines that.
0: Parker, Parker says, don't follow me, is what he says to Ash, <laughs> which is strange, right? Have we had any implication that Parker and Ash have a problem other than this, other than uh, Parker wiping, like dusting off the seat earlier way at the beginning of the movie when he tells Ash to move out of his seat? What's going on there?
2: I think Parker's just uh, a little... Uh, salty because he got shouted down uh, by Ripley and he's uh, taking it out on whoever's in his path. He's just being snippy. You,
0: you're probably right. He, he probably figured since Ash is the one that's always taking shit off Ripley that he'd probably just keep riding. him. am saying, oh man, yeah, she really, she really got at you, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a good chance that would have happened, I suppose. But yeah, he's flat out like, don't don't follow me.
2: <laughs> again, to go back to the last episode, he could be talking about Twitter. Like you're, that's very true <laughs> you're getting you're
3: gonna get blocked Ash. Follow,
2: <laughs>
0: parker's got such a big following he's turning people down <laughs> he's saying you know i don't need i don't need ash to oh man yeah i think see, we're on to something
3: i want to see an ash twitter account just so cold yeah. so, <laughs> so lifeless it's just,
0: every so, day every so, day he tweets collating it just uh, says collating uh, yeah, dot dot
2: yeah. dot and he, and of course he's Blocked by the fake Parker account. Right. Right. Of, course. Oh, of course, oh man. Okay, so obviously
3: now we all have to just do that. Yeah, we we're going to have to a, a separate crew member. Um, so uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's absolutely that. I think it's we see uh, not necessarily a dejected Parker, but definitely one that has been who's fallen in line. He's taking orders now. He's probably not super thrilled with it. He's lashing out wherever he can. Uh, but I think it's also a combination of the that and the the discussion that. Dallas and Ripley had earlier about Ash, which is nobody knows him. Nobody trusts him. And I don't think they know quite to what degree they shouldn't trust him. But, and I think they just don't really like him. I could definitely see Parker just not really responding well to somebody like Ash. Um, And so I think it's just a, a combination of things just, and if you look at this scene, I mean, he's the only one up until she says Ash uh, you know, Ash go with him. I, I forget he's even in the scene. Like he's just he just m- finds a way to make himself to keep himself in the background. And I think that's one of the reasons that he's not to be trusted in this circumstance,
1: yeah. And I think to talk about blocking, as we were doing yesterday, uh, he he really seems to be trying to turn himself invisible. he He actually turns around, puts his back to Ripley right now, you know, as if to be as passively aggressive as as possible or, or somehow disappear from the scene.
0: Well, yeah, I think he actually turned to go with Parker at first. I actually think he was, he too probably didn't want to be there anymore either. Like if Ripley was trying to get rid of Ash, Ash was trying to get, getting gotten rid of, I'm sure he didn't want to hang around and talk to Ripley, but when Parker shuts him down, he's turned around, but it's, it works for the scene because now that she is fully in charge, once she addresses him, I think it's very telling that he won't turn around and make yeah, eye got- contact. I mean, he's already bucked against her so many times. Now he's basically just saying, now uh, I'll, I'll take your words into my ears and think about it, but you're not in charge of me. I think that's what the body language here is.
3: Yeah, that that definitely works for me. And if I'm remembering the the past scene, uh, not the previous scene, but like the the scene with Dallas and Ripley before, it's that, The science department seems to exist separate from everybody else. Like, nobody seems to have any real authority over him. You know, even if he's not what we eventually discover he is, there's still a certain degree of defiance to him and what he does. So even in this scene, you almost get the impression he's there because he has to be. I mean, ideally, he would just be in his lab doing his own thing. And again, that's assuming no actual ill will. Uh, which we come to realize is
0: not the case. It's interesting that you put it that way that nobody has authority over him because we've talked about it sort of uh, in the vein of Dallas, not taking authority over him. He's not willing to because Ash is part of the company. Like he's from the company, you know? Yeah. So his job is in jeopardy or he doesn't want to, I mean, Dallas was a little, we love Dallas. He was a good captain. He was a little bit of like a passive hippie guy too. He's like, I don't want to have to deal with that hassle, you know? But it's interesting that you put it, that way that nobody has authority over him because it could be somewhat true he could be similar to the character at the beginning of the hunt for out october who uh i've forgotten his name sean connery has to kill oh, the political the officer. political officer yeah. on a russian submarine where yeah he has he technically has authority over the captain of the ship when he has to when he feels he has to take it so that's why he had to get uh, ramius had to get rid of him in hunt for Red october in this case you know that's kind of business isn't happening but it could be a similar uh, position of power that Ash has and, and sure he's under Ripley, but he's already shown that he doesn't care about Ripley's authority and the, there aren't going to be any consequences for it. So yeah. he does just seem to be like, yes, sir. And he gives the, I mean, it's the next minute, I guess, but he gives that very, <laughs> that salute that is clearly not, uh, it's a little disingenuous, but um, clearly he's not really listening to her or taking her authority into, uh, to heart.
2: Uh, this goes back to something we were talking about uh, two days, two minutes ago uh, about, uh, what's great about Ian Holmes' performance is that it completely works when you don't know <laughs> what the reveal is, and then it also completely works when you do. Like he he makes these choices that can be uh, either what we're talking about here about his position, or it's about you know what we because we know that he's trying to hide things from her. When so we we know now that he doesn't want to go, or he would rather go. He doesn't want to look at her. He's trying to stall um and he's making all these choices because he has something to hide but the the performance completely works as just as as we've been talking about it here with him just uh uh being kind of uh, snooty <laughs> well yeah and it's pretty funny what he <laughs> what he gives is his excuse or when he
1: is asked to report on what it is he's doing collating is about the bare minimum he didn't even bullshit her he doesn't say something else it's like I'm still collating
0: well this is one of those interesting changes, because if we go back to the screenplay, he says collating. Okay, so everything's the same up to that point. And after that, well, up to the point where Ripley says, I find that hard to believe. He says, me too. In the script, says, me too. I find that hard to believe as well. And she says, well, go back to Mother and get some. don't come back to me until you get some answers. That's what happens in the script. So it's a big change. Uh, mm-hmm. What's interesting here, though, mm-hmm. is that it, the way this scene plays out, it would appear that her lines are ADR'd and perhaps that is how the scene was shot originally so his performance could be playing off of multiple different lines of dialogue coming at him as well because it, it's very possible that ripley was saying all this will go to mother and somewhere along the line they decided to write in this scene where she goes to mother and changed it you know in adr went into the booth and had her say the all these things about i don't need you and so on which is which is later but that's this is where that cut happens so i it it is interesting with with ian holmes performance that it works no matter what (laughs) basically is coming at him he's embodying ash i mean to me there's a moment where it's really in the next minute but there's a moment where i feel like he realizes that he's going to have to do something but and you could kind of see it in the performance but i don't even know if what's being said to him is what was actually said to him so
3: yeah, that's true. And because if you're going by the original script and she says I find it hard to believe and then he says I know, there's an element there that it's the crew against mother at that point. Mother's not being helpful.
0: Right. And I think they're still playing with that idea. I think we'll get to that later.
3: But what I will say is that when she when Ripley says, is there anything from you or mother? Like she associates the two of them because mother is you know, I mean, she's just a computer, but she is really an extension of the company and Ash pretty much is as well. And so the fact that Ripley pairs the two of them together mm. uh, is something that I find very interesting.
1: Especially given that the next time we see him, he's he pops up from behind her in in, yeah. in
2: there. So, yeah, that's really interesting.
0: OK, does anybody have anything else for this minute?
2: Well, I'm just wondering what the textbook uh... definition of collating is oh
3: that's a good I'm glad you asked David hang on let me look it up here it is uh so to gather or arrange in their proper sequence so like the pages of a report the sheets of a book the pages of several sets of copies etc so it's just like processing information and that's it's it's why she gives a little chuckle like oh you're collating Uh, seems to me like uh, the processing was done the minute uh, uh, Brett was killed. Um, this is a terrible thing, and it needs to be murdered. Uh, I don't know what else uh, needs to be processed at this point, and so well, for him like to throw needs- that out there
2: what was that. Yeah, it sounds like it just, Mother just wants to get the information in the right order to to you know to make it more presentable. So I, it sounds like Mother is maybe finishing up her PowerPoint, right? <laughs> <laughs> adding some, yeah, yeah. some 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 transitions and wipes and stuff. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Her reaction to that is so great, because it's not easy for an actor to play more than one emotion at the same time. It's really hard, and and anybody directing actors knows what kind of trouble you can get into when you try to ask an actor to play two emotions at the same time. And yet, she manages to play a sense of deep disappointment, fear, and also a sense of being amused at the absurdity of his answer. And it just shows like, she's really good. I mean, that is an incredible moment.
3: Yeah. That whole scene is a really great Sigourney Weaver performance. Just she is, I mean, partially because it's the scene in which she is required to uh, really assert herself with uh, Parker. But at the same time, Again, to watch her shift from Lambert to Parker to Ash, like she has to do a lot and she is incredibly in the moment, you know, and that that little chuckle she gives shows that she is in the moment um, because that is pure incredulity at what he has just said.
1: And also a deep sense of shit, you know, can't you give me more than that? I mean, it is really it is really wonderful.
0: All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for today. Uh, you guys want to remind our listeners once again where they can find you on the internet?
2: Sure. Uh, you can find us in all of uh, our uh, movie reviews and all sorts of stuff, including our uh, our own alien commentaries, at battleshippretension.com. Uh, you can email us at david at battleshippretension.com or tyler at com, And you can follow us on Twitter at Tyler Pretension or Davey Pretension.
0: And you can find us, of course, at AlienMinute.com or follow us on Twitter at AlienMinutePod. Uh, we're on Instagram at Alien minute podcast, And follow us and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow for minute number 79.